Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health, freedom. And I'm always scouring the globe, looking for entrepreneurs, doing things on the cutting edge, and making an impact. So today I have a special guest. His name is Lynn, and um, he is the host of Creating Your Encore Career. So we're going to hear all about what an encore career is, and I'm really happy to welcome Lynn onto the show. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Christopher, and I appreciate being on the show and uh, looking forward to what we're going to share with each other probably. Yeah. Yeah, all my friends call me Chris, so uh, please okay. do the same. And um, I'm always, I always love people that uh, are making impact. And uh, so, tell us more about yourself and how you got started. Well, I uh, had a long and very uh, successful career in corporate America in a large manufacturing company. Uh, spent 41 years with it, matter of fact. And, but then, in about 2015, you know, been good at what I did, but I decided, you know what, I'd like to do something uh, just that I want to do. <laughs> and so uh, I obviously at that time had the opportunity to retire. And uh, so I said, okay, I'm going to go out. And actually, initially, I was going to be a consultant for manufacturing for small companies uh, to help them out. But then after a, a couple of years I've in working with ma mastermind groups and other people, they said, hey, Lynn, why don't you teach other people how to do what you've done? So I've been on this journey now for eight years. And uh, I think I've learned enough now that I could... Uh, help people go farther and faster as they create their own encore career. Now, sometimes say, well, what's the encore career? Well, I look at it a couple different ways. Uh, one, we're all living longer and healthier longer. So there's going to be a longer period of time between, we'll say, the age of 60 and whenever. Uh, so you could quite a long time to do something, whatever you choose. And I'm not judging what they choose to do. It could be, you know, volunteer work. It could be playing pickleball. All of that is fine. But I'm, I'm trying to help those in particular that enjoyed their work, have some expertise, and want to keep sharing it. Uh, but on the other hand, probably what they want to do is uh, work when they want, where they want, and only do the work they love. So it's they'll probably be consulting or mentoring or coaching, something like that. So that's kind of where I'm uh, at at this point in life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love it when people, they give names to big bold concepts and so you give name to uh, encore career and so why would um, um, <laughs> i mean the answer seems obvious but why would someone want an encore career well i i think a couple of reasons i mean there are some obviously some people got retired before they wanted to and some people all of a sudden they they may have pictured their their parents retirement which only maybe lasted 15 or 20 years and all of a sudden they realize, oh, I'm going to be around for 30 years. And uh, so the financial issue may be there. But I think more importantly is, uh, uh, again, people like myself, we don't want to retire. We want to keep using the skills and knowledge that we gained over all those years. Uh, as a friend told me, you know, 
I uh, learned and earned all those things. And how can I share that back with people? Uh, and, I, and I think also, well, there was a study by Becca Levy from Harvard that said, you know, if you have a positive and a growth mindset in retirement, you could easily live seven and a half years longer than if you kind of are just sitting there, as it were. <laughs> that That's kind of, you know, what drove me. Now, I will say uh, the other piece that drove me as I started researching this is, quite frankly, the economy needs us uh, because mm. uh, by 2030, about something over 20% of the workforce will be over 50 or 60 years old. So mm -hmm. we can't not just not be participating uh, in the economy. So uh, I think we should prepare to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, I've taken a year off, two years off and, you know, I, you know, I, I, I grow restless and, you know, mm -hmm. you, and, and it's like, you go from, you know, high speed all the way to zero. And it's like, it's a shock to your body. And um, so you're, you know, always have to be growing and doing something and producing something and helping people. So what are some of the, what are some of the biggest roadblocks when people, they say they want an encore career, but what's the, how, what's, what are some of the obstacles? Well, I think probably for whatever you're going to do in your encore, uh, the biggest obstacle is mindset. I mean, as we, especially people in corporate life or medical law, you know, you have had a uh, full career, whatever your work was, you probably had a lot of habits, routines, things that you did each and every day that kind of structured your life. Now, all of a sudden, uh, you're not going to have any of that. And so what do you do? So there's often some confusion as people enter retirement. Uh, but the other piece is that the mindsets and the habits that you made you successful in your professional career may not work as an entrepreneur. I mean, I was in manufacturing, so 99.9% .9 of the time, we never wanted to make a mistake. Well, as I got into entrepreneurship, 65% of the time, I'm going to be wrong on what I try first. And so I'm going to have to learn to uh, do it and redo it. And, you know, so I think mindset is probably the biggest thing that gets going. Uh, now, I believe the other thing that uh, holds people back is technology. Uh, but I will say, again, I've learned a lot of technology. I don't know it all. I'm still a digital immigrant, but uh, you know, technology is easier to learn than ever. All these things, you know, starting your own company, uh, people get, oh, I could never do that. Well, of course you can, <laughs> but it does take some work and you have to be willing to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, you're talking about um, entrepreneurship and um, mindset and really, basically one, one of the best things I've gotten from talking to individuals such as yourself is just you just have to start it doesn't have to be perfect and you just have to be consistent and uh so it's all you know basically all comes down to mindset the other question i have is you know a lot of um audience are you know ready to retire or they just they want to switch and you call yourself uh um what's interesting is uh, a silver entrepreneur i'm curious what that is oh, it, it was a joke that somebody uh, made one time that uh with my obviously my uh, hair is white and uh so uh <laughs> i'm an entrepreneur but i uh, of a certain age so maybe i could have called myself a senior entrepreneur but i kind of like the ring of silver entrepreneur and i got pushback on that from uh people who are both uh, male and female saying i'm not white haired I'm, you know i don't like that title <laughs> so okay i got it and and then uh you talk about um you talk about seven reasons why you won't retire and i and i love um for the um 
demographic, you know, that thing, because a lot of the demographic, they think, okay, they work 60 years, and then they get their, you know, golden pin, and then it's like, then nothing. But tell us seven reasons you won't retire. Well, uh, some of it was simply, I enjoy doing things. I enjoy learning. I enjoy uh, trying new things. So uh, is I want to do something I love. Um, now, my mother, who's 96, she had a friend who was actually 98. And that woman said every year she had a new project. And on the year the woman passed away at 98, uh, she was learning Italian that year. Wow. So I think all of these things help you, you know, one, it's important to keep you living. And, and two, you know, yeah, that's why I don't want to just, I don't want to play pickleball. But then on, you know, I like to make money for one thing. <clears throat> I mean, it obviously makes money makes things easier in some ways, but I also like to work with people because when you have money involved, I think everybody pays more attention. Uh, you know, sometimes I feel if I'm just giving away my time free, people don't value it as much. So I was, I kind of like that. Again, I had a lot of time in front of me potentially. And my mother, if, if I can catch up with her, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of time out there. Uh, and then I wanted to serve people because I believe there's a, a need. Uh, certainly when I retired, <clears throat> I had colleagues that said, you know, I think I'd like to do something, but I don't know how. And it seems pretty hard. And, uh, you know, it, it just, I don't think I could be successful. And, and I don't believe that's at all true. So I wanted to be able to help those people who at least had the, the thought they wanted to do this journey. I could give them the help in that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it because, you know, you talk about um, basically being uncomfortable with change and growth and uh, and talking about um, how making a career pivot requires you to create new habits. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, you know some of the things is um, you know what's your routine in the morning? Uh, again, it could be anything, but you have to design it. And then how am I going to learn new skills? It, it's kind of an interesting uh, piece with uh, people like myself. So you have expertise. You built it up over the years. So you have to hold on to the fact that it is very valuable what you could provide to people. On the other hand, you have to be a uh, an intern because yes, there's technology, there's marketing skills you probably didn't have to have. So you have to be willing to go out there and learn from people. So often I'm being mentored by people that are half my age or, or something because they know the technology skills. On the other hand, they're very grateful that I, I can share a few things with them on you know, the things that I've seen over a long career. Yeah. 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 I love this. And then basically it's just kind of uh, being comfortable with uh, growth and change. Yeah. One of my uh, colleagues said, uh, Lynn, uh, you have to get comfortable practicing in public, which is kind of what, whether you're learning how to podcast or market uh -huh. yourself online, uh, I had to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think 2020 just forced everybody just to be like, you know, uh, you know, just let, let let it go and just like, you know, kind of go through the process. I know as we come to the almost the end of this a uh, couple of questions is um you talk about knowing who and not how is important in creating your encore business. Yeah, because uh it's one of those things, okay, uh I do a podcast, but I don't I don't edit and produce that podcast. Uh I found that I could only, even if I devoted a lot of time, I would probably only be an amateur and mediocre at, at producing podcasts. Meanwhile, I found a person who's excellent at it. And so I have them do it. It's kind of like normally in life, we we always do that. We just don't think about it in, in terms of an encore. 
but find those areas where you add value and focus on those. But in today's world, you can hire people to do other pieces of it. Just as in the past, you hired somebody to do your taxes, you hired a lawyer to do things. Well, now you may hire a social media manager. Now you may hire uh, somebody to produce your podcast. I even hire somebody with copywriting because uh, while I can speak, they can make my words have a lot more impact than I necessarily do from the first draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, and lastly, you know, how, what does the world need more encore business owners? Well, uh, again, I believe it's some of it's simple demographics because we uh, all the developed world is aging uh, and uh, the U.S. along with everyone else. And so that age group of, uh, uh, we'll say, 50 on, that's an important part of a potential workforce that we need to be there. And then and the other piece of it is I think all the companies are trying to reach out to new areas of talent people who have maybe not participated in the uh, workforce before, or at least in some of those skills. And so again, people like ourselves in Encore Careers, we're the perfect ones to go and mentor new talent to help them uh, really get a, a, off to a great start. Uh, how do people contact you, follow you, visit your social media, check out your website, et cetera? Well, uh, my website is at lynnfrias.com. I made it simple. And I, you can also get my podcast there and uh, sign up for uh, the uh, the weekly newsletters. I have a weekly podcast and I interview guests just as we're doing here, as well as some solo episodes describing more about the uh, facets of an encore career. So, and then I'm on LinkedIn and uh, Instagram and those places you may find me too. Yeah, yeah. So for all the audience out there, let's uh, thank Lynn for coming onto the show, providing uh, valuable insight and wisdom. Uh, be sure to follow him on his social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, as well as his podcast host, um, Creating Your Encore Career. All of Lynn's resources will be in the links and show notes. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you, Chris. It was a joy and an honor. Thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.